2: No one is, is 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 more locked in. From Thursday to Monday, no one is more locked into the NFL than first and pod. Hosted by Danny Parkins and Andrew Filippone. Alright, this is the big one. Championship Sunday, first and pod. Danny Parkins, Andrew Filipponi. It's getting easier to talk every game, every team, every week. The best four teams in the league. Two games. Winners go to the Super Bowl. We are 5-0 in show bets, so the pressure is on. Pony, happy Championship Sunday, my man.
0: And the gospel of this show spreads. Uh, I'm here to inform you guys that I was on WIP's morning show with Angelo Cataldi because of the First in Pod podcast. Now, when he introduced me, he said... Now, here's Andrew Filipponi from one of those Odyssey podcasts. I'll take so, it. So, he did not say first in pod. Did but, you? Uh, I did not because I was not on the air yet. You know that noise that it makes when you click over? Yeah, uh, but how about – how about, how about, oh, they eventually put you on the air, right? We, they did, but he started right in on me. Hmm. I was on the defensive right from the beginning because they were livid with the comment I made about Nick Sirianni on last week's episode apparently that went viral in philadelphia yeah
2: yeah well at some point you could have shouted out first in pod it's okay we'll forgive you no
0: mention of you no mention of spencer our producer well you're
2: selfish that's on you it's not on them that's on you so we'll start with that game and now they're our sworn enemy we will, we will use the first and pod army to take on WIP. I think we might be outnumbered. <laughs> um, this is, I literally think I called this in like week nine. <laughs> like, the collision course of these two teams was never a believer in Dallas. This feels right. We'll talk about it from all angles. But do you believe this is finally the game? where Brock Purdy is the reason that the Niners do not win a game because he has not lost a game.
0: Yeah, I don't think he's going to be able to, I don't think he's going to be able to have the kind of game we're accustomed to seeing from him in the regular season, against the Philadelphia defense. And I do, I do think that for as poised as he's looked for the most part, he's, had shaky moments, but he's been able to shake it off, recover, and you know make plays to win games. Uh, I'm not convinced that he's going to be up for the challenge of going into Philly and dealing with everything that is a road game in Philadelphia and against a defense that had 70 sacks, which was by far the most in the NFL this year. With everything they're going to throw at him, with their really good secondary, which is probably – the best secondary as far as being able to go tit for tat, toe to toe with the 49ers' weapons at wide receiver. So, yeah, I think the bubble bursts here this weekend for Purdy. I think he has a pretty pedestrian game. I think it's a lot like when Case Keenum went into Philadelphia the last time the Eagles went to the Super Bowl. Cute story. Congratulations to the guy for, for holding it down and helping a team advance to this point. But no, I would be absolutely stunned. I'm wearing an Odyssey hoodie. I will do Sunday night show topless, shirtless if Brock Purdy goes in there and wins this game. Oh, and we'll have to get that we'll have to get that blur bar out like they do on Jerry Springer. I mean, I area. love the I love that you're
2: into uh bits and is that a show uh, bet?
0: Does that count as a show bet
2: or is that Well, I just I I I first of all, I mean, it's a Two and a half point spread. So the idea that you would be shocked is insane. Purdy's the reason. Yes,
0: I would. Oh, wait, but you said if he goes in there and wins. Well, yeah, I actually like the same. I know you won't make the bet with us in unison and unity, but I like the same bet for this game as I did for the Eagles Giants. I like an alt spread in this game of Eagles to win the game by double digits. Okay. I think they blow them out.
2: Oh wow. Yeah, we are apart. I've got Niners futures and I don't well, think I, I'm... I
0: understand that. And I don't blame you for you don't want to hedge here. You want well, to I mean, it it's out a pretty good spot to hedge. It's only I mean, it's basically
2: even money. It's like if if you were gonna hedge, I could buy out of the bet pretty easily and just like free roll if I wanted to. Uh certainly if the Niners got up seven nothing, I could get plus money on the Eagles and it'd be like the ideal hedge spot. Yeah, but, but you're not Charles Schwab. You're Danny Parkins. You don't hedge in situations like this. That's that's correct. And it's, it's not any sort of like crazy amount of money that I, I want to ride it at least into the Super Bowl. Um, what evidence do we have that the Eagles are going to be able to move the ball against a good defense? Because they played Dallas, and that was a shootout. So that would suggest that they also gave up a ton in those types of games. And Dallas's defense is clearly not what San Francisco's is. Philly's defense is 16th in the NFL against the run. So Kyle Shanahan gets to go into Philadelphia. And yeah, Christian McCaffrey has the quad injury. And Debo's got a little ankle. And we'll see about Elijah Mitchell. But they all expect to play. But I am not convinced that Brock Purdy is going to need to throw the ball 30-plus times in order to win this game. He did not play particularly well last week. The score was 19-12, to man. The Niners' roster is incredible. And the Niners' defense, number one in the NFL, is by far the best defense that Philly has seen this year. And I am just not at all convinced
0: that Brock Purdy is going to need to win this game. So you think that Christian McCaffrey's calf injury is no big deal? I mean, Is it quad or calf? I thought it was quad. Well, the way he was lifting up his leg on the sideline and the big heating yeah, maybe apparatus was, yeah. and device that he had around it, if they're saying quad, this is like one of those hockey injury things where they're trying to get us off the scent of the real injury, if that's how they've labeled it. Anytime you have to come out and say repeatedly – oh, no, there's an injury, but everything's okay. That sets off alarm bells for me, especially when we're talking about an oft-injured guy who has a history of fighting injuries, and he's going to try to play through. And I'm not suggesting here that McCaffrey isn't going to play. I just wonder at what capacity. You and me remember a game when when you were still in Kansas City and the Steelers beat the Chiefs in the AFC Divisional round and they rode Le'Veon Bell, and they tried to downplay his groin injury, and then like 10 plays into the championship game against the Patriots, he had to tap out, and then they got blown out. If McCaffrey doesn't play, or if Kyle Shanahan tries to take a page, page out of his dad's playbook when Terrell Davis had the migraines in the Super Bowl, and they just use him as a decoy, but the defense knows he's not a true threat, then I, I think you're talking about a different San Francisco offense. I think they're still good, but they're not great anymore. And going no, up against and, the and Eagles' run defense. Hasn't
2: looked, yeah, and Purdy hasn't looked great. So I, I'm i – if the game is high scoring, if San Francisco allows Philly to move the ball with ease and the game is played into the, the high 20s, then I definitely do not like San Francisco uh as much over the course of the game, even though I do think that they'll be able to run the football. But I think they will control even if McCaffrey's
0: banged up, if they have to do it with Mitchell, would you trust them to do it with him in this game? Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, I would. I mean, I it's it's the supporting cast, it's the line, it's Debo, it's Kittle, it's Ayuk, it's all of it. Like I I I trust Shanahan, I trust what they're able to do. I think that a running game travels, and I think that defense travels.
0: Can I just call a quick timeout here? Because this, again, gets back to what I've been railing against regarding Purdy in this belief in Purdy that I think has gone too far. If Jimmy Garoppolo is the 49ers starting quarterback right now, I don't think you have the same amount of confidence in them. I think you feel like Jimmy might go in there and might turn the ball over a few times and shit his pants and cost them the game. Well, I actually, well, I think you might feel that way. Well, well,
2: Purdy has zero turnovers in the playoffs in two games. And okay. then he is he not- talk to him, Go
0: talk to Sam Monson and Steve Palazzolo and those guys I know. about turnover worthy plays. And they have been there with yep. him. He's gotten very lucky with the turnover stuff. Yep. And so I don't that's what I don't get like again it, but, but I'm
2: not I'm not making a you're you you've constructed a straw man. I'm not making a the the the, the Niners will win because Brock Purdy is going to need to make the most plays. The the, the reason I had talked but about you've, him being is you being you've a,
0: tacitly said that you trust Purdy in these games more than you do Garoppolo. I think I just –
2: again, I don't think – if it was Garoppolo, I would want the game plan to be the same. Run the ball. Dude, they have a league average rush defense that has not needed to be tested because they have kicked the ever-loving crap out of the vast majority of teams they've played, so teams then abandon the run against Philly. If if San Francisco goes in there and runs the ball – and that slows the game down and limits the number of possessions and plays with a lead. They have the best defense that Philly's seen all year, and they have an incredible rushing attack when it's right. And yes, if McCaffrey is not able to go and he missed Wednesday and Thursday of practice, obviously that changes the well, dynamic of it. But that's- I think that...